Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. I braced on that one for a second. Braced for impact. Uh, it is Thursday, September 19th. My name is Morgan Colby. Got Rick Lemon right across from me. What's week up? three. Week three starts tonight. Dude, it's already week three. Yeah, dude. It's going to be week four soon. I, I want to get past... It, this, okay. Fantasy football every year for me is always... It, or for everyone is always a battle to get through the first three weeks because one week is not a good enough sample size for information. Two weeks is not a good enough sample size for information. Yeah. And three weeks is not a good sample size for information. So after you get past week three, you'll start to see a little more information. Like that's the first quarter of the NFL season done, and you'll be like, good. You'll know who's good, who's bad, who's not. You'll, you'll have consistency, tendencies, all that stuff that we can kind of figure out. Um, but right now... We're only two weeks in, and so we still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, on this episode, we break down week three and discuss our start- starts and sits for the week. Before we do that, we're going to get into some news. Um, but first, please go to our website, fantasychampions.com. I just posted my trade value article on there yesterday. and uh, Very good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> I totally don't use it to use trades in my own league with you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wonder how many people in our league use that against me. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs, Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe. Click the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave a review wherever you listen and uh, share this podcast with your friends. Let's get into some news to start the show. This is a bombshell. Probably not as much of a bombshell as we should think it is, but I didn't think it would happen this fast. Giants announced rookie Daniel Jones will be the starter week three. Yep. I think they realized, oh, our team blows. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, it took them a, I mean, two whole weeks to realize that the Giants aren't good. It's two weeks longer than I would have guessed. Yeah. Uh, Eli doesn't like... No, nah, he blows. I don't think it's... more. I think it's more or less their offensive line just being absolute garbage. I mean, they don't They don't help the situation. I'll say that. <laughs> Eli, I mean... He's not good been a anymore, lot of but he's like... He could. He should at least be a good game manager at, no, at least. No, well... Nick Foles guess, or Eli yeah. Manning. <laughs> and Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles. <laughs> um, at this point in his career. Like, Eli yeah, 10 right. years ago was... A top ten quarterback in yeah. the league and was pretty solid, but yeah, I mean, at this point in his career, I think it was t- just time. Yeah, I'll tell you right now though, I'm excited to see Daniel Jones. He lit up the preseason. It was preseason, but yes, relatively. He did. Dis- I, they the the Giants fans and every NFL fan uh, in existence roasted the Giants from the end of the NFL draft all the way until preseason or training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, for drafting Daniel Jones, and then when he stepped on the field, he looked really good. He looked really good. Everyone was like, "Oh my god!" So now everyone's really excited. Like they they liked Daniel Jones all along. Yeah, <laughs> like you clowns. He did. He did. You said that was the worst Giants decision of all. Hey, it could still be. Yeah, but uh, I don't think it was like. I mean, obviously, picking him at six was the yeah. kind of right. the head scratcher. But if if you feel like he's the guy right. to replace Eli Manning. He's mm-hmm. the next franchise quarterback for the next 15, 20 years. You have to draft him. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, like, so, I think, I mean, scouting is a, is a different 
sometimes you can scout the wrong guy. Sometimes you can scout the right guy and drafting is so hit or miss anyway. Yeah. But it's like, if you really do believe you got the guy, why not draft him where you want to draft him? Like, yeah. Make sure he's on your team, you know? Like in so 10 years, they sense, could dra- they could regret not drafting Dwayne Haskins. That could be a thing. But right. regardless, I'm excited to see Daniel Jones. I never really fully hated him. I actually wanted the Patriots to draft him, but I, <laughs> I didn't think he was going to be. No, yeah. Anyway, uh, Cam Newton's status for week three is up in the air. It is said that he uh, will play on Sunday if he does practice um, today. So we'll, you'll watch Roto World and all of the news sources you can yeah. to figure out if Cam Newton's going to be in. He's not startable if you uh, if he does play. So um, I wouldn't, if if you were like, if there's like yeah, you're, no quarterbacks on your waiver wire. 14, what about a 14 team? No, 14, 16, 16 team yeah. league with no quarterbacks left. Yeah, Cam Newton, keep an eye on his foot situation. But apparently he re-aggravated his foot. He's looked bad. Yes. In the first two games. You could say that. He's not running the ball. He's not passing the ball. At this no. point, if Cam Newton is not running, I don't even care what he does passing the ball. He's worthless in fantasy without his feet. So <laughs> yeah. do not I, – I dropped. I drafted him in like the 10th round in our league, and I dropped him like probably two quarters into the <laughs> Thursday night football game. Yeah, I said no way. <laughs> So I, I got rid of Cam Newton, but I think I would suggest you do the same. Don't hold on to a guy that's that doesn't show anything. And I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. <laughs> he plays well, and then you go put a waiver bid on him. Uh, the Washington Post reports it's unclear when the league will decide if Antonio Brown will be placed on the commissioner's exempt list. We should just have a segment entirely des- designated to Antonio Brown news. <laughs> I know. At this point, really, every single show, it's Antonio Brown this. Yep. It's Antonio Brown that. Yep. Uh, so. Apparently there was more. We, I think we talked about this on Tuesday, but there was more allegations and all kinds of stuff. A report did come out today about Antonio Brown that, that according to the, I can't remember what state it was, but according to the statute of limitations, he can't be um, uh, criminally prosecuted it for this. I think. Was it Pennsylvania? Yeah. So Antonio Brown, at least one of his cases, can't be criminally prose- prosecuted. So if he if he was to, if one of those were to go criminal, then he would probably be suspended pretty quickly yeah or at least um, put on the uh, yeah on, list, at least yeah. on the exempt list i okay percentage really quick percentage of chance that antonio brown is placed on the exempt list it's like to me it's like 30 70 30 that he does 70 that he doesn't i would say 45 percent, but <coughs> they said the nfl oh. basically they're not the nfl but reports are that the nfl are you saying josh gordon owners there's a chance <laughs> there might be a chance um there are re- there are reports i don't want to dwell on antonio brown for 25 minutes but uh there are reports that um the nfl won't like if it had doesn't have anything to do with the decision <coughs> to play like if it if they don't make a decision by when by Wednesday, which is yesterday, then he will probably play Sunday because they don't want to affect the yeah, week. He's, yeah, he'll so play. so just keep an eye on the situation. Deshaun Jackson is expected to miss Sunday's game against the Lions and will likely be, remain sidelined uh, week four's Thursday night contest. So uh, if you were thinking about starting Deshaun Jackson, he's out for two games. Uh, speaking about O.J. Howard's slow start on Tuesday, Bucks head coach, Bruce Arians said, the balls will come. Now, you are on the fence about whether you should keep or drop O.J. Howard. I told everybody. I didn't pay attention. Did you drop him this week? 
I did not. Okay, all right. Are you gonna hold on to him for one more week and ride the storm? Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> if he doesn't, we'll if see. he doesn't get ten points this week, though, no, he's he's gone. How many targets? Like for me, I think it's like for tight ends, it's just target share. It's like how many targets does a guy get? This is why I don't like Ebron. Ebron's a tight end that gets like he three needs targets like seven a game. Targets. Right. Or say it again. He needs like seven. Right. Be okay. For you to be satisfied. Okay. Um, Lions. He gets like six targets, six catches. You know, like one yeah. of those games, and I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. So big news for Carry On. Lions released C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Is this big news for Carry On, or is this big news for Ty Johnson? <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think Ty I actually, Johnson. Honestly, Ty I'm Johnson's a, filling the C.J. Anderson. I'm a role. Carry On owner. Carry On owner, but um, it's probably big for Ty. Honestly, I honestly, that's but, the, the first thing you thought is, here we go. They want to go Carry On. But we thought that when they did the theoretic thing, but too. Do you so. think it could be like a, a Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry situation? <laughs> That's not good. I mean, well, are we talking last year when LeFleur no, like was coaching year. or like, this year? Maybe. I, I think they're looking for the theoretic replacement when you have it in your... Right, with carry on. But I, they're not, they're, no matter what, they're not going to give him like every snap anyway the lines are stupid but at least this way now who's gonna get the goal line work it's carry on oh yeah 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 it's before that, it would have probably been cj anderson like I, like that was my concern mm-hmm. seeing him at play after one week it is a little bit concerning like i don't know what his ceiling actually is like i think he's just i think at this point he's a mid to low end rb2 yeah, it's in mid RB two probably. Like that's probably where he's gonna finish. But I don't see a I don't see a, a fantasy season for the next fourteen weeks where he is able to ascend into that. Well, we'll RB1 see. I think this week this week will be key to see how they use Ty. Right. Ty was it Ty Anderson? Ty, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. I know. I always want to say. Ty I want to say Ty Anderson too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's gonna be key how they use Ty Johnson because if they do use him a lot, yeah. We then could be getting that time really wrong. I'm going to look it up right now. I think it's Ty Johnson. Yeah, Ty Johnson. It's okay. Ty Johnson. I got it right. <laughs> I, I second guess myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, this week is going to be key because we're going to see if they think carry on, if the CJ Anderson getting cut really means that they're going to pound the ball with carry on yeah. or they just wanted to give Ty Johnson some work. Yeah. Because uh, so. <laughs> after that big run for carry on in the last game, it went straight to ty johnson and you're right you know, i was like I, I, I don't know but yeah the only person that knows what the hell's going well, the whole on is Matt Patricia. Kind of Suck, uh aj green said he is expected to be sidelined longer than the publicly reported six wow to eight wait who would have who would have expected yeah. that yeah i mean pretends to act shocked uh if you were an aj green owner how many weeks are you gonna suffer <laughs> uh david and joku he had a. If you watched any of the Monday Night Football game, you would know that he landed on his head awkwardly and he got a concussion. He is now uh, currently not practicing Wednesday, still in concussion protocol, I believe. So um, keep an eye on that. I I would not. I don't know. <laughs> I would not. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Uh, James Conner said he is good to go for Week Three against the Forty ers um, so some good news for James Conner owners. Mm-hmm. Um, Sterling Shepard, he remains in the league's concussion protocol. Um, so uh, you probably weren't even considering starting him anyway. No. Devin Singletary, this was a uh, hotly talked about situation. He was listed day-to-day uh, with a hamstring injury. Uh, he did not practice Wednesday. So um, if he doesn't practice Thursday and he doesn't practice Friday, then I would say that Frank Gore is good to go and – He'll be the full-time starter for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and they, uh, for me, I think if you are going to if you're going to hold on to Devin Singletary, then you're going to hold on to him for a very long time before he does anything this season. Um, I would definitely be concerned about the hamstring injury because those tend to linger, and the time to sell <laughs> Devin Singletary if there's any window to sell any bench player of his caliber uh, is now. I do think later in the season though he will he'll probably be good, but. What is he? Is he? Is he ever at this point in the season going to be startable? Like not this point in the season, but is he at any point in the season going to be a starter? At any point? Well, I mean, I but think on in fantasy lineups, not on the Bills. No, no, I think at some point in the season he could be, because they might, as the year goes on, they might give more and more carries, and but you know the Frank Gore effect, so we'll have to see. see I feel that. like he's a longer play that will end up being like a fifth round pick next year in fantasy drafts. Oh yeah. Well, I mean if. They keep the same team, and Frank Gore leaves or retires. Yeah, oh, yeah, Singletary's job. I he is so. I had him on my team for like three weeks. He's so efficient. He's <laughs> yeah. insanely efficient with what he does. So keep keep an eye on Devin Singletary's uh, health situation. Coach Matt Lafleur, uh, I can't, I can't stand this guy. He's literally a buffoon, and I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't uh, like. I acquired okay, <laughs> I I acquired Aaron uh, Aaron Jones on like Tuesday night. Yeah, and I was so excited. And then news on Wednesday comes out that Matt Lafleur wants to even up touches between Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. <laughs> Every Aaron Jones fantasy owner right now. But he didn't say touches, so I don't know he why said the report. Snapchat. He said he said reps or what? Yeah, I don't okay. know why. I thought he said Snapchat. The report from Roto World says touches when he said Snapchat. Anyway, or reps, whatever. Uh, reps, yeah, whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, I I would not be. F- I mean, if they even up well, touches, see, see it to believe it. Yeah, I gotta see it to believe it. I, a lot of people say things mid season, and it just because they also haven't they been saying or alluding to the fact all year that they, that they want be Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah, yep. I I if you are a Aaron Jones owner and you're panicking, I would wait until this week. And then hope he has a good game. And if he does split snaps with Jamal Williams and has a good game, bounce him out of your team real fast. <laughs> but I, I, at some point, I, how like uh, Malifor is an idiot. How many times? Wow. I hate it because it's like you spent an entire season last year with Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis, and then you it took you two to the end of the year, to the last four weeks. To figure out that you had a good running back in Derrick Henry, and you figured out how to use him, and you also figured out that Deion Lewis blows like he sucks. So, and then you utilize Derrick Henry properly, and all of a sudden, things like Aaron Jones fits Matt Lafleur's system so perfectly, and he's going to sit here and he's going to put Jamal Williams in, and Jamal Williams is so trash; he's even worse than Dion. Bro, I can't. I can't with you this need guy. You dual running backs to win. Why is everyone NFL? obsessed with the freaking you know running why? back by committee? The it Patriots, doesn't work. The Patriots do it. That's true. They're like, oh, I'm going to do what the Patriots do. No, stop. <laughs> if you have, it does work. You know what's you, funny? You know what's funny about what the Patriots do? What is that? They don't do RBBC on purpose. They do it because they say these are the guys that like. You know, uh, James White is a great pass catcher, so right. we're going to utilize yeah, yeah. that talent. Sony Michelle is a great like guy on the ground, so we're going to utilize Early that. Rex back. Burkhead yeah. is a good grinder, a guy that's going to punch you in the face. We're going to utilize that. You know what I mean? So they utilize people in their offense exactly what they're really, really good at. The yeah. rest of the league don't get that. It doesn't click with them. If you have a talent in Aaron Jones, don't sit there and go, oh, we're going to use Jamal Williams. He's not good. <laughs> 
It's like, Jamal what does Williams. Jamal Williams do well? Tell me right now what Jamal Williams Pass does well. Pass blocking, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you are worried about... Uh, don't be worried about Aaron Jones until after Sunday's matchup, is what I would say. Um, Damian Williams, uh, he had a knee injury in Sunday's game. He did not practice Wednesday. Uh, keep an eye on what happens today and tomorrow uh, as far as what Damian Williams does in terms of practicing. Because if he doesn't participate in practice... Um, then it's yikes. Yeah, it, it, who plays? Because doesn't Darwin doesn't Lashawn Darwin Thompson? <laughs> Let's <maybe>. get it. <laughs> that would be lit. Because uh, isn't Lashawn McCoy hurt? Yeah, I don't know if he's. Hold on, I'll look it up. I don't know how badly it is though. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting. I think D- Damian Williams will probably play, but if he's if he, <laughs> we'll see what happens. This is for you. This news I'm note, always. final news note of the of the podcast. Mark Andrews is he missed practice on Wednesday with a foot injury. Mm. Are you concerned? No. <laughs> we'll see. If I'll only be concerned if he's not playing and not suited up on Sunday. Until then, he can miss any practice. He won't. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know, bro. Uh, let's get into our... This is my fantasy and me talking. <laughs> let's get into our week three matchups. Um, I'm excited about week three. You excited about week three? For the most part, yes. I'm so, so excited about week three. There's a game or two there that I wish didn't exist. But <laughs> Like what? Uh, well, what's, uh, let's see. Any game the Dolphins are in? Any game the Dolphins are in, he says. No offense, Dolphins fans, but you probably agree with me. Yep, that's true. Um, let's start off. I don't think we talked about the Dolphins game because we already talked about it, so there's that. Um, let's start off with the Ravens at the Chiefs. Right now, the Ravens-Chiefs game, the over-under for that one, I'm quickly... Oh, boy. <laughs> it's going to be high, probably. Is 53 and a half right you know now? No, it's interesting, 53 though. and a half. Some have it at 40. 40 uh, 54, I'm sorry. Not 40. I don't know why I said 40. As of right now, mm-hmm. there's a 97% chance of rain. Could that affect... I don't think so. The final score? It might It might have a small effect, but... Um, that actually does scare me. <laughs> rain scares you too much. It what does rain affect in anything? <laughs> I don't know. I was watching the Bengals in week one, and Andy <laughs> don't hold the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so let's start off with the Baltimore Ravens really fast. Um, Lamar Jackson, is he a must start this week against yes. Kansas City, or are you nervous about the... Um, I don't know. If, I don't think he's going to be doing... 596, seven touchdowns and zero interceptions. Dude, I know. What the freaking crap, man. I don't think he's going to do as good as he did in the first two weeks, but Dang. he's still a must start. Um, obviously, I think Gus Edwards and Justice Hill have no standalone value, but well, I saw something interesting to say today about Gus Edwards. He uh, he leads the he leads the team in uh, red zone touches, Ugh. which is gross. Um, Mark Ingram is he somebody you start against Kansas City? We'll talk about him a little bit later in terms of whether you should start or sit him. But are you nervous at least a little yes, bit? Yes, I am nervous okay. this week. Yeah. Um, Marquise Brown start. Um, depends in your like what your options are in your league, but right. I think he's actually in line for another another solid week because I think yeah. this will be overall high scoring. He's He got, he increased from the, 
basement of 18% or eight snaps in <laughs> right. total in the first game to leading the team in snap share. So for Mike Marquise Brown, he he's getting the targets. Mm-hmm. He's getting the work. It's just a matter of, like, do you think he's going to completely crap the bed as a rookie receiver? I think eventually this year he's going <laughs> to come back down to earth a little bit. The, the, the weird but, situation that I've talked about with Marquise Brown is the fact that Marquise Brown is the number one receiver on the team, and there's well, right, no one close. I mean, it's I mean, not. Mar- it's not forgetting about Mark Andrews, like the number one wide receiver on the team. It's not. Even yeah, close. it's usually never happens that a wide re- rookie wide receiver is yeah. dominant in fantasy, but right. it has happened before, and it's usually in situations like this. Yeah, I did like, not Cool- expect it. Julio like, Jones, when he was a rookie, yeah, had a top ten finish as a receiver. I mean, there's there's been guys before in the past that's done it. It's just yeah. not. It's just very rare. And this is. I feel like it's going to be a strange year because uh, I think we talk about the Redskins a little bit later. Not sure, but um, Terry McLaren also having a or McLaurin or however you want to say it is also having a really really good season, and it's because yeah. he's the the main guy. Um, at this point, this is a hard one because the Chiefs' defense has improved, but at the same time, it's like. It's, uh, it's it still depends be a on what you have. It still me. it still depends. It depends on what you have. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not you're not sitting like yep. Julio Jones for Hollywood Brown. Uh, and if if Mark Andrews starts, he probably he, he if, oh, if yeah. he's in the game, he's he's, he's yeah. a must start at this point. Um, he's the most targeted tight end in that that he's one of the most targeted tight ends in the NFL and in that offense. He's the, he's basically I would say the number one receiver. He's currently the number one tight end in fantasy through two weeks. Yes, so start him. Uh, I don't even want to talk about Mahomes on pace for uh, 56 touchdowns. Ridiculous. Uh, you know who else is on pace for 56 touchdowns? Lamar Jackson, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Mahomes has 821 and 7. He is regressing a little bit, you know, in terms of oh, like wow. not yeah, being right. on pace for 89 touchdowns like last year in the first two games. <laughs> He's only on pace for 57 touchdowns. Yeah. He's uh, not good. Mahomes is a must start. I this is something I didn't think would happen during the year. We'll see as the season goes along. I think he's going to throw thirty touchdowns like locked at this point. Oh um, well, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. obviously locked. Uh, I didn't think he was going to throw forty touchdowns back to back, and that's why I didn't think he was worth the third, fourth round pick that mm-hmm. people were taking him at. Uh, we'll, we'll see as the season goes along. Mahomes always lights it up at the beginning of the year, and then things start to settle down a little bit. Well, that's bit. how it was last year. That's how that's how yeah. it was last year. And so he started off slower this year. That might lend it to, you know, 41 touchdowns instead of 50. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, but Mahomes is a must-start. Um, what are you doing with Damian Williams? If he's playing, um, I'd probably start him still. Yep. Um, probably probably because you drafted Damian Williams early. Yep. Chances are. And I think, again, as I said, as long as – you're not super scared by rain. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah. So I would start a lot of players in this game. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to find the did – we, did we talk about LaShawn McCoy's injury situation? You said you were uh, looking I last, last I looked, it, I think he missed practice Wednesday, but that's the latest. He missed the start of practice. Yes. He didn't participate in the early portion of Wednesday's practice Okay. from an ESPN report. So – I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But if, if Damian we, Williams and LaShawn McCoy don't play, Darwin Thompson is a must start. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Darwin Thompson. Is he really though? I, I, I'm, that makes if, me if so McCoy, nervous. If McCoy and Damian if you're Williams desperate, don't play, Dar- Darwin Thompson. I love Darwin Thompson, but if if both of them don't play, 
imagine. I don't think either, one of them will play. One of them will play, but imagine. like, And then he goes off. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly how Jamal. No, not Jamal Charles. Uh, Kareem Hunt won the job. Some guy got cut in the preseason. Somebody else got hurt. Yep. Yeah, it ended up being. But I don't know if I would start Darwin this week if he was the if he was the guy, but it would be close. Um, which one of these wide Dude, receivers do you want? Sammy Watkins, Mia Cole Hardman, or Demarcus Robinson? Because you know, at this point, I'm not starting any one of I, them. I am not starting any of them either, and I've been saying it's going to be a high-scoring game and everything, but yep. I just don't know which receiver is going to go off. Well, no, However, that's... if you're playing the odds game, you would say Sammy Watkins this week because <laughs> he had a bad week last week. And, that's and he was Sammy targeted Watkins 13 does. times too. Uh Here's what I would say. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, you told us not to start any of the Chiefs receivers because we don't know what to-. If you have to start one. I'd probably start Sammy. I would too. Uh, people are going to obsessively freak out. I, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more overspending on Demarcus Robinson from what I've been seeing. Um I thought people were going to like overspend for him and then get him. And like, that's what at least what I was hearing. Um, Mia Cole Hardman, he's a rookie. He's probably not going to have much of an opportunity in this game because Demarcus Robinson is the two at this point. And Watkins, after a bad week, I think he's probably the safest bet. Yeah. It, here's the thing if you own a Chiefs wide receiver and you don't have any other receivers, I would start the Chiefs wide receiver. It depends on matchup too, like legitimately, like legitimate matchup for you in fantasy football. Like, who are you playing? Are you going up against a guy who you're gonna lose against? Like, it's it's you know you're gonna lose. You don't have a chance, and you need you your only chance is a big game that you didn't expect. Then start the Chiefs wide receiver. If you need yeah, a safe a game, you're, bust. you're like, okay, I'm probably gonna beat this guy this week. I need a safe. I need a safe play. Play the safe guy. Don't don't go after the boomer bust. There's no reason to do that. That's how you set yourself up for right. failure. So I would start if if out of all of these guys, I would start Watkins. But it literally is so unpredictable because it is, yeah. Hardman could break free and score a touchdown. Robinson could break free and score a touchdown, and Watkins could do the same thing. Yeah, or he could throw to Travis Kelsey and Damian Williams all the time too. <laughs> like yeah, you I just guess. don't know. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey, obvious must start. He's a sit, obviously. He's a sit, obviously. Both teams coming in at two and zero. Oh. Uh, I did want to bring this up really fast. Uh, if if Lamar Jackson goes into Kansas City Uh-oh. and beats the Chiefs, does that does that make like? I'm, I'm what are you trying to, to say here, figure, boss? I'm what trying, trying to figure to say out how to say it without coming off as a dink. Does that make Lamar Jackson the front runner for MVP this year? Wow. You go you go take. into Mahomes, the MVP's but house and knock him off through through if you can be a front runner <laughs> through three NFL games, then yes, he would be. He's like yes, he would be. Um let's move on to Bengals at Bills. Uh this is kind of I would say it's a terrible game. The over under right now Dude, the Bills is 44. are undefeated. 44 points it opened at 40 and a half so that just goes to show you that this is not anticipated to be a very good game um the bills are first in the afc east right now actually so what's up with that yeah <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second uh so the bills defense believe it or not is rather what they call stingy it's a really good defense yeah, um so far this year is is it's a relatively good defense um they also got to play the giants that's true the Bengals have a porous offensive line. 
very bad offensive line. Like top three worst in the league. Uh, and then you have Andy Dalton at quarterback, which against Buffalo is a non-start. Like that's a keep stay yeah. away from that. He's at seven hundred and twenty-nine yards, four touchdowns, and one interception on the season, which is not bad. No. Wow. Um, if you have John Ross, this is the week you probably should sit him down. Okay. If you have Tyler Boyd, I would roll with Boyd if you if you have to. But if you have an option mm. to start somebody else that's close in, in in the same conversation as Tyler Boyd, then I would probably start the other guy. Honestly, I I think the Bills are going to win. And I don't know how good Andy Dalton's going to do, but yeah. the way they've been playing, I would still start John Ross and Tyler Boyd. I wouldn't start Ross. Because I think... The what way- makes Ross not matchup dependent? Like, like what because makes... Because of how much Dalton's been throwing to both of those. Those are the only two guys in the offense right now. Yeah. And, and, and the Bengals are still throwing the ball a decent amount. So, I mean, I think Ross... Right, right, right. I, w- I, I wouldn't be, like, confident starting Ross. Like, again, mm-hmm. if you have other options. But I wouldn't full out sit John Ross either. Right. I would say sit him. I, I, <laughs> okay. You, you can form your agree, opinion. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Uh, you use our opinions to form your own opinions, yeah. so you can choose whoever you want to agree. Um, and then I blame just, the other one. Yeah, that's true. They get wrong. Uh, I think that there's only, like, John Ross has had two good weeks in a row, mm-hmm. and there's only so much more that he can do. You know, the stupid part, I'll probably end up starting him. <laughs> uh, but, and then Eifert non-start. But I think this is a, the last thing on the Bengals, I think this is a massive game for Joe Mixon. Not mm-hmm. in terms of what I think he's going to do in the game. In terms of if he doesn't perform, there will be a mass exit. There will be leagues that drop Joe Mixon. Yeah. And people are like, no one would drop Joe Mixon. Some people would drop. If you're if smart, you, you gets, sell Joe Mixon. But he like, gets two points, four points, and four points. Like Let's say he gets four points this week yeah. again. There will be teams dropping. Dang. He's been putrid, like awful. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the offensive and line. Even, but well, like, so if you owned Joe Mixon. Well, he's averaging, he, you know he's averaging right now? 1.9 yards a carry. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. But if you own Joe Mixon. Yeah. I know you don't own him in, I don't know if you own him in any leagues. Well, I don't want to own him. We're in. Well, not only that, but if you did currently own Joe Mixon and he has another bad week. Yeah. You said try to sell him. Can you even do that? Because no, what would no, you get? I, I was saying. At that point, you're forced to keep them, right? Well, if you're smart, you if you don't just drop them because somebody's no, 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 buy don't em. drop them. Yeah, don't like that. That's what I was trying to get at. Not yeah. necessarily that you should sell them now. If I was the Joe Mixon owner, I would hold on to him because at some point, too, yeah, Joe Mixon's talent is good enough to start. I probably wouldn't be starting him though. Anymore. No, 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 no. Not until he starts playing well. He has also had a relatively tough start to the season in terms of schedule. So correct. It is a little bit like if you start off this bad, like what is the actual expectation for him when he, when, if and when he starts playing Joe Mixon? Yeah. Like that level of football, like what is the expectation for Joe Mixon? Does he perform at a high level or is he like an RB2 average? You know what I mean? Does yeah. he average RB2 numbers in terms of week to That's week? That's the question that. Because he's not going to finish as an RB one this year, oh, unless gosh, he absolutely no. goes off. Like yeah, <laughs> for the next fourteen weeks, he goes absolutely bonkers <laughs> and and freaking destroys everyone. I don't know, but uh, I would not be starting Joe Mixon this week. No, I wouldn't either. Um, I would sit him on your bench, try to find a replacement for him, and then hope he plays well. 
Yeah, that's, at last, this point, that's last week could have been the last Joe time Mixon. you started. Um, Josh Allen has been okay to start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the week Josh Allen comes out, has a big week. Oh, wow. This is your last chance to get Josh Allen. I'm telling you right now, this is your last yep. chance to get Josh Allen before you have to put a bid on him because he's going to have a big week this week and everyone's going to go crazy and start throwing tons of waiver budget at him and some guy's going to get him. This is your chance right now yeah. to snag Josh Allen before he gets really big. Um, he has... 507 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions on the season, which is relatively mediocre. But for fantasy, it's so he's Josh been, Allen. Yeah, it's so Josh. It's, Allen. He's like he's like the de- definition of a <laughs> fantasy good quarterback. Reality, yeah. not great quarterback. Yep. It's a good matchup for Josh Allen, though. It he is. Should, he should he should do well this yes. week. Um, we were talking about earlier the Devin Singletary, Frank Gore situation. If Singletary does not play, Frank Gore is a safe start against Cincinnati. He's going to get the work. If you need if you need a starter in your flex, yeah, I would say snag Frank Gore. Oh, especially if Singletary, position. yeah, especially yeah. Singletary. If Singletary's not in, I'm not starting Frank Gore. But I mean, if Singletary is playing, if he is playing, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't start Frank Gore either. But if Singletary does not play this week, Frank Gore becomes almost a must start. I think like he's gonna, oh get, yeah, yeah, he's gonna get like. It's gonna be touches. ugly. It's gonna be ugly. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna Big be time. watching the game, and he's gonna get three yards of carry, and you're gonna be so disgusted. He's gonna have like. 80 yards on 25 carries for a yep. touchdown. <laughs> uh, so he's 30 attempts this year for 88 yards. Oh, so Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and I obviously Yeldon has no attempts, no yards and no touchdowns. So he's wow. basically worthless at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's between Singletary and Frank Gore. And if Singletary doesn't play, Frank Gore is going to get a majority of that work. And so mm-hmm. I would just say start Frank Gore against Cincinnati. It's a great matchup. Right. Um, they have John Brown, Cole Beasley, Zay Jones. None of them are startable. Uh, John Brown. Um, John Brown might be good, but some people even dropped him this week because he, he went off week one, 21 points, and then this past week he was... How many points did he get meh. this week? He was meh. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but he has 14 receptions, 195 yards in the touchdown. He's not bad, but I, he's not startable. I don't even think he's worth a roster spot at this point to me. Really? But, yeah. He had seven catches for... Uh... 72 yards. I mean, maybe and against maybe against Cincinnati, he would. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, he had eight targets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not really a huge fan of a fan of him. I think he's got a very good... I would start him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He went, he went from no to starting him. Let's move on to uh, the Raiders, who are one and one, and the Vikings, who are one and one. Oh, this um, is totally a great game to watch. There's a, there's a lot of like crappy football games this week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the over under is forty three and a half. Um, man, is it, it that is an ugly game? <laughs> <laughs> that is so gross. Uh, is there any like Josh Jacobs is I think probably a must start. I'm trying to find that game. I would say Josh Jacobs is like Josh Jacobs is. Probably I don't think I don't think he's start. gonna have a good week though. Against Minnesota, though, uh, well, let's hold on. I'll go back in time. You continue saying. What you're I think Josh Jacobs is going to have like a very average week. <laughs> like I don't, th- I don't like, think he's going to yeah, get twenty-two points in week one, nine points in week two. Um, in Minnesota, I think is a tough matchup for him. Minnesota last week gave up twenty-three fantasy points and half PPR to Aaron Jones. The week before that, it was Devontae Freeman, and he got like, Freeman, two points. 
egged it. So they're going to give the ball to Jacobs a lot. Like, oh yeah, I'm not like at this point, but just because of the workload, I'm not afraid of Josh Jacobs. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think he's a start. I just don't yeah. think he's going to have a great week. No, it'll Minnesota. probably be an uglier week. He's not really averaging great. <laughs> He's having he's having a a decent rookie campaign so far, but no, like, it's, he's been he's been solid in terms been, of in terms of averages. Just like I don't know, <laughs> he's not a sexy player yet. Um, Derek Carr is a sit. If you had any idea of starting him, it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would. But um, Tyrell Williams has got a tough tough matchup. Darren Waller and Tyrell Williams both have a tough matchup this yeah. week. Are you considering sitting Ty? Like either one of like obviously Tyrell Williams is probably uh, he's a sit he's a sit but uh, if hit, you have Darren Waller are you benching him? We'll get to that later. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then as far as the other side, Kirk Cousins has been bad this year. Yeah, he's not been good. Um, Picking it's off not, right where he left off. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily <laughs> the fact that he's bad; it's the fact that well, they're not they, throwing the ball not a lot throwing either, the football. Yeah. But he hasn't been great either when they have. This is like maybe a start of the week. For Delvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Um, like, for us, like, I, I, we like to choose guys that aren't obvious starts. So, yeah, <laughs> he's not on our list this week, but he literally could be the RB1 number this one week. running back. Yeah. If if it wasn't for Zeke playing against Miami. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a real it's chance. It's going to be those two, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, uh, Zeke might get three touchdowns this week. <laughs> That's a bad yeah, Miami it's, Dolphins. It's, poss- it's very possible. Uh, but Delvin Cook is about as safe as a, a start as you can get this week. Um, Are you willing to start one of Diggs or Thaling? No, not at all. Yeah, I'd actually against Oakland. I, I know, would normally I say yes, but the way the, they've played, the way they played their their entire offense, it just through two weeks <sighs> they they have combined for eleven catches between the two of them. Wow, that is not Kirk something Cousins. You want to see. I'm trying to find Diggs the, has three. Did he Diggs played last week? Right? Yeah, he caught a touchdown. Yeah, he was targeted seven times. That's crazy that he was targeted seven times in the game. I can't. Yeah. I, he he should have had another catch too, right? Yeah, a, a touchdown catch in the end zone that was called back. Uh, first game of the season, Kirk Cousins had 10 attempts. Ooh. Last week he had 34 attempts. Ooh. I mean 32 attempts, forgive me. And threw two picks. And he threw two picks, but he had a forty. <laughs> he had a 43% completion percentage. Gosh. Green Bay's defense is looking pretty potent. I'll be honest. It is. Um, but so Kirk Cousins is kind of. I mean, if they throw it thirty-two times, if okay. If you have Thaling <laughs> on your team, you probably drafted him in the third round. I would actually start him this yeah, week. Yeah, one uh, because like for one more week, and then if if the target yeah. share is not if there, because it's against Oakland too. Like if he doesn't right. do, if him and Diggs don't do well against Oakland, right? They're not gonna. I mean, you hit the panic button on those guys, right? Because this is the week to do it. Right, um, yeah. I mean, for me, I, 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 I'm, I've sit, I've sat digs the last two weeks. So you're gonna make um, it three, aren't you? I'm gonna make. Oh yeah. I'll, well, no, I started him week one, and he got me four points. Last oh. week I started him. I mean, I benched him. This week he'll probably sit for me. Um, yeah, I, I just don't. I'm not a huge fan of the Vikings passing game right now. Uh, Jets at Patriots. Do we even need to talk about any portion? Would you start Le'Veon Bell? I would start Bell. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, he's he's going to get if he gets fifty yards in the game and he gets targeted. I mean, he gets and he gets ten catches like he did against freaking. <laughs> I think Cleveland. that liter- that might happen. Like he's going to get. He's like, still going to get what ten to fifteen fantasy yeah. points. Like 
that is how much they've been using Bell lately, and it's like it's it, just crazy. Right. Um, this is gonna be an absolute freaking hammer. Do you start fight. Like, Antonio it, Brown this week? I don't even know what the over under is. I don't. I don't know if I want to know what the it's, over. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably like uh, forty eight and a half right now. Uh, it started out as a forty eight over under. Now it's a forty three and a half. The Patriots, I think, and the Cowboys are twenty plus point favorites this week. Wow, that that's so bad. The Jets and well, the Jets aren't the Jets. The, they should be better, but they don't have their mans. They don't even have their backup. Sam They're Darnold like, is reported to not be back until week five. By the way. Which is sooner than expected, actually. Luke Falk is their starting quarterback. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah, so I would start Bell. Everyone else is a non-start just because they don't have Sam Darnold. Yep. Like, Jamison Crowder was one of the pickups of the week for us three weeks ago or two weeks ago or whatever it was. And now he's not He's not even in the realm. He did no, have... You don't. He has 18 catches already on the year. It's so gross. No, I, he's... It's he, so gross. 18 when catches, he, when, 139. I'm telling you, in PPR leagues, when Darnold comes back, he's going to be an actual oh, yeah. option to start every He might week. catch 100 balls. Yeah. He might catch 100 he's balls. He's going to be one of those underrated PPR wide receivers. Yeah. But... Definitely. But um, until Darnold comes back, he's still not... He's not good. Uh, are you... This week, this is a kind of... A lot of people are, are going to think this is a non-question, but... I would say that it is because Tom Brady is 41 years old. Is Tom Brady, would you consider benching Tom Brady this week for a guy like maybe Josh Allen against Cincinnati? That's tough. I think I would start Josh Allen against Cincinnati versus Brady. I can't, like, it's not that the Jets' defense is good. It's that the Patriots want to run the ball. Well, the Jets' defense is actually pretty solid. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have Jamal Adams. They have a lot of really good players defensively. I'm just, I'm saying that they're probably going to want to run the football a lot more. I think Brady is going to be. He'll be decent, twelve, but I think he'll probably get like seventeen or eighteen fantasy points. Yeah, I could last week see he had like fifteen, but it was thrown over the top because of the rushing touchdown and the trash time. Like, yeah, he had a trash time touchdown and yeah. a QB sneak and the QB sneak. So I think, I think he'll get like around like fifteen is probably where I would sit him. It's fifteen to eighteen. I was going to say fifteen to twenty. So about the same. I would bench Brady this week. I <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, you got. But He's, I, uh, he, there, there's like 10 other quarterbacks I'd rather start this week than Brady. Yeah. Um, Sony Michelle and James White, which one? Both. <laughs> Both? Yeah. Okay. Honestly. Well, James White is in standard, this in year. standard, not James White. Yeah. In PPR and half PPR, I'd, I'd start. Both. Now, if Brown starts, he's an obvious go. Yep. Keep an eye on the situation. With I'd him still start Brady's. Edelman. You'd still start Edelman? Yep. Josh Gordon, don't, don't no. even bother. Um, there is, I, it's funny. I look at the tight end is literally Matt Lacoste. Matt Lacoste. Don't even know who that is. It's funny how they go from having the best tight end in football <laughs> to the worst. Yeah. Uh, Lions at Eagles. This is an actual matchup that I wouldn't mind watching. <laughs> well, because why? Because carry ons in it. <laughs> no, cause it's two teams that are yeah. half decent, at least hopefully. Um, this is going to be an interesting game to see how they utilize carry on. Um, it is, yeah. If they utilize carry on a lot, I think he has. If they utilize him like a workhorse, a three down back, right? Mm-hmm. Then I think that carry on becomes an instant start every week and a potential RB one. But I think any other way. I know I said earlier I think he's just going to be an RB two this year, and I still believe that because I think the lines are that dumb. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay, I would start him against Philly. They've been. They haven't been great against the passing game so far this year. Mm-hmm. So, and and it doesn't look like Marvin Jones and Danny Amendola. Like, Hawks stole a lot of Kenny Galladay's work week one. Yep. But I think Kenny Galladay is here to stay, and if you have him, I, I would start him. Yeah, I think I think for me this week, 
Um, Kenny Galladay is obviously start. I think Carrion's obviously start. Do you consider starting TJ, the Hawk? No. Okay. I I don't. I probably don't start him either. But um, he had one fantasy point last week. Too. <laughs> I know. Uh, Carson Wentz. I just really want the Hawk to succeed, man. Carson Wentz is a must start against the the Lions. I think. Meh, maybe not. Yes, I think you'd start him. I don't think he, I don't know if he's a must start, but yeah, I would. I would definitely start. And him. It looks like the uh, the Eagles RBBC is in full force. Twenty one <laughs> attempts for Miles Sanders through two weeks. Fourteen attempts for Jordan Howard through two weeks, and nine attempts for Darren Sproles through two weeks. Wow. So it looks like they are splitting snaps pretty evenly. I think at some point this year, Miles Sanders is going to take over. At some point, but it's a matter of when. Yeah, it's, it'll be like similar to the Nick Chubb situation because Miles Sanders hasn't been great in the situations he's been given. So, um, and there's no wide receivers. Their wide receivers are basically dead. Deshaun Jackson's out. Alshon Jeffrey's probably going to miss this week. Um, Nelson Aguilar is the starting wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles this week, the third wide receiver on the team. So, oh um, yeah, it's. If Jeffrey does miss this week, it's going to be a tough week for for uh, Carson Wentz. And then yeah. Zach Ertz must start. Yep. Um, let's move on to our next matchup. Panthers at Cardinals, Sunday at 4 o'clock. Uh, Man, another game I totally want to watch. Don't play Cam Newton, that's for sure. Is there any starts? David Johnson and McCaffrey. David Johnson and McCaffrey, yeah. Is there anyone else? Do you start Christian Kirk? No. Do you start Fitzgerald? Maybe. No. You start DJ Moore? No. Curtis Samuel? I, I did want to note this on DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel while they're in conversation. Uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are not starts, and they're not anywhere close to... They shouldn't be touching your lineup unless Cam Newton is back to full health because... Or Will Greer comes in and just dominates. Yeah, well, he's not going to start. It's going to be Kyle Allen there. Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah, the undrafted rookie. Uh, not undra- I always want to say undrafted rookie free agent. Don't know why I want to say that. The undrafted player, quarterback, Over whatever. Will Greer? Yes, they're going to start him over Will Greer because they said he's not ready. I'm so mad about that. I'm like, you oh, idiots, you man. clowns. Just start Will Greer. What have you got to lose? Oh, confidence. <laughs> just start him. Oh, the NFL. I can't. That that'd be so. I feel like I feel like of a decision if they did that. I feel like coaches so overthink everything they do. Sometimes I think so. I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I would say I would say that DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, sit them until. Oh yeah. Cam Newton is full back to full health. I would maybe start Greg Olson this week. No. No, you wouldn't against. Not if not if they got that. Ki- what was his name? Greg Olson has been like maybe he's been a top target and he's always open for some reason. Yeah, but what's the quarterback's name that they they might be playing this week? Kyle Except Allen. Cam Newton. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if if Cam Newton starts, Greg Olson's maybe. May, yeah, maybe if if Cam Newton starts, then I. I would sit Murray against uh, against Carolina just because of it's going to be a tough matchup for Murray. It is a tough matchup, and he's been actually relevant fantasy wise, mm-hmm. but he's just not he's not a great start for the week. Um, I would start Fitzgerald and David Johnson. Christian. You would start Fitzgerald. No, I wouldn't start Fitzgerald. Okay. I would start David Johnson. I wouldn't start Fitzgerald. I'm okay. sorry. I don't right. know why I said that. I think the only starts this week are McCaffrey and David Johnson, and then Greg Olson, maybe if Cam yeah. plays. Right. Uh, Giants at Buccaneers, Sunday at 4 o'clock. Um, 
Wow, man, these games are just absolutely awesome. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are kind of trash. Uh, don't don't. There are going to be a lot of people that run out there and snag Daniel Jones, thinking he's going to be a great start yeah, against, don't, uh, against don't do Tampa. That. Don't do that. Uh, Barkley is the only start in the uh, ex- Barkley and Ingram are probably the only starts in the Giants' offense. Um, is there anything particularly on the Giants' side that you're looking for besides J- Daniel Jones? Maybe how he uses Evan Ingram. Yeah, um, yeah, that's some true. Of the weapons like if if Daniel Jones is in this thing for the long haul, then I would definitely see how he uses Evan Ingram. Ingr- yeah. Evan Ingram is the main target. Say if he drops it down to Barkley too. I mean, yeah. uh, that doesn't really matter because Barkley's going to get his points, but <laughs> it it'll He'll still be interesting, like small things like that. Yeah. Um, but overall, is is Evan Ingram a start for you this week? Um, I actually say he probably yeah. is. Yeah, I would start Evan Ingram. I, I, he's a top five tight end. You got to ride him. Right. At this point, I mean, if he sucks, he sucks. It is what it is. I like Evan Ingram. He's the number one target, but for some reason, he just can't. Well, because he's on the Giants. But yeah, that's true. Um, Jameis Winston. <coughs> wow. I just sneezed. Jameis Winston. Well, bless you. He had 402 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. The three interceptions and most of the trashy statistical averages for him were because of the game one. Um, He had a much much better second game. He's not good in fantasy right now. No. Is this guy worth a look maybe if he has a good game this week? If he has a good game this this week. This is a good matchup. So this could be the I'm here I don't suck game where he could get 30 fantasy points. Who did the Giants play last week again? Why am I blanking on this? No idea. I can't keep track anymore. I got to look this up now. But because it's going to be, I want to see what yeah. they gave up to uh, quarterback last week. Right. Because that'll be interesting for me to see. Let's see. The Giants last week played the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen had 23 fantasy points last yeah. week. So, I mean... Winston, I think Winston might he, be a safe play this week if you need to stream a quarterback and he's stre- on your yeah. waiver wire. Yep. Um, I would I would think he's a streamable option, but I, I, I don't know that he's on your waiver wire yet because people are probably, they drafted him, they're probably waiting to see how he plays out. Week three and four are going to be massive weeks for fantasy teams because that's when people are going to be like, I don't want this guy anymore, and then they're going to drop him, and that's when you're going to have to take advantage of the situation. <laughs> Ronald Jones is a guy, and Peyton Barber are kind of two guys that I'm watching. Peyton Barber got more snaps last week and more work last week, mm-hmm. significantly more work than Ronald Jones. It looks like they're going in the direction of Peyton Barber. So if that's the case, Rojo is dead. Yep, Rojo's <laughs> dead at that point. Uh, Godwin and Mike Evans are both starts against the Giants. This is a juicy matchup for Chris Godwin. If Godwin outperforms Mike Evans again, Oh my word! If that happens three straight the, weeks, the the insanity that is going to ensue on Twitter in the fantasy football world is going to be crazy. There are yeah. going to be people calling for Chris Godwin to be the number one wide receiver in Tampa, and <laughs> yeah, that's they already started. Uh, oh you're, boy. You're, you're not starting OJ Howard. I'm assuming. <sighs> no. <laughs> after after long thought. No. Uh, let's move on to our next game. The one and one Texans take on the one and one Chargers. Hey, finally we got a good game in Los Angeles at four o'clock. So it's interesting that one of these teams will be one and two after this week. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be the. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to win this game. Okay, but we'll see. Now Deshaun Watson coming off a twelve point week, and the Chargers defense is pretty good. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to get twelve again, but I don't see him. 
he struggled running the football in that game too. Yeah, like he was. He never plays well against Jacksonville though. Jacksonville is a team. He That's tends great. To so you got two bus games for the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would. He's not. He's not getting thirty. But do you bench him? No. No. That's not yeah. roll with Watson. He's the number two quarterback in fit. Well. A lot of things have changed over the last couple of weeks, but as he was drafted as the number two quarterback yeah. in fantasy, I would start him this week. Now, if he has another bad game, that's when you can start considering. Like, don't drop him out, right? Deshaun Watson, no, because he had yeah. thirty in week one. No, he had thirty in week one. If he goes out and has another twelve point game, then probably pick somebody up and think about. I don't know what the matchup is next week, but um, do you start Duke Johnson or Carlos Hyde in this matchup no. because? You bet you 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 in standard league. I would consider starting. Carlos it was Hyde. draft night. Yeah, and we got the news. Lamar Miller hurt himself. And what did you do in the seventh round? Duke Johnson. You drafted Duke Johnson. I'm not talking to the fantasy football community that we're speaking to right now. I'm talking to you. Okay. You drafted Duke Johnson. I did. Mistake or no mistake? It was a mistake. Yeah, uh, Duke Johnson was, and Carlos Hyde. It was, both are not great. It was. A mistake. <laughs> He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did Duke Johnson have last week? Three fantasy yeah. points, something like that. He would have had a touchdown <laughs> if Deshaun <laughs> Watson didn't dwelling. throw the ball twenty yards over his head, wide uh, open. I don't disagree with that statement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of players I do the same exact thing with. If Diggs had only caught that touchdown pass the second time around, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Duke Johnson is no like. Don't start him. Don't start Carlos Hyde. I just, it's not, it's not the the Chargers matchup, it's that neither one of them at this point is a good, good running back. Right. Um, and a lot of people would disagree with that. They'll be like, oh, my God. And then, then they'll probably do well this week and we'll be wrong. But uh, this is one of the teams that I think would go after Kenyon Drake at this point. Um, Houston, yeah, yeah, maybe a cheap option. Uh, Will Fuller, Kiki Kuti, and those two. Uh, Kiki Kuti, no, but Will Fuller, is he a, is he a thought? Somebody you're uh, thinking about? No. Um, okay, all right. Um, Rivers against Houston, I would say no. Passing attacks never usually work against Houston. Um, the running game is usually where Houston has trouble. Yep. So Austin Eckler again might have a big day again. This should be Melvin Gordon um, getting these numbers. <laughs> this says the guy that drafted Melvin Gordon. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen's a must start. Austin Eckler, obvious must start. I wouldn't start uh, Mike Williams this yeah, week. Yeah, it'd probably just be those two. Keenan yeah, just those two. I Mike Williams Eckler. has been a large disappointment early in the season. Yeah. Um, with Hunter Henry out. They, I could see him having a good week, though, this week. Mike Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't start yeah, I him, but... Is this the first game with Hunter Henry out fully? No, out? he... he was he out Sunday? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he did not play Sunday. Um, and then they picked up Lance Kendricks, the expatriate for tight ends. Virgil Green and Lance Kendricks. Totally a fantasy option. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Steelers at the 49ers at 4 o'clock. We're getting a lot of 4 o'clock games um, this week. But Steelers, 49ers. Mason Rudolph gets his first career start. I'm actually going to be watching this tough game. pass defense. James Conner looks like he's going to play. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with Mason Rudolph. There's a lot of people picking up Mason Rudolph right now in Why? dynasty leagues. Fully acceptable. In uh, sixteen team leagues, fully acceptable. 
in two quarterback leagues might be acceptable. In one quarterback, 10, 12 team leagues, do <laughs> not pick league. up Mason. They're like so desperate for quarterbacks. They're like, I'm picking up Mason Rudolph. And Sean Watson had 12 points this week. Let Mason him have, Rudolph, let, him let have me have, have you. Let him have a good week first and then pick him up. Like, I mean, I guess there's a lot of people that want to rolls of the punch first but uh, i yeah but valuable roster space dude, is I picked not up sh- <laughs> this dude named mason, mason rudolph, rudolph you got 16 fantasy points for me didn't see yeah. that coming did you uh james connor is a start if he's in the game this is a big game for james connor as well because yeah. if he doesn't perform he's going to be in the same conversation not in the same conversation as joe mixon because joe mixon has been awful but Connor, San Con- Fran has actually played pretty well against the run, though. They've been playing pretty well defensively in general. Right. So, well, the Nick Bosa addition this offseason was, good. was yeah. very good. Um, Jalen Samuels has been a sneak pickup in case James Conner doesn't play, but it, it looks like Conner's going to play, so yeah. I would do that. Juju and James. James Washington is not a start this week against San Fran, but apparently, so Mason Rudolph and James Washington played in college at the same time, so they have a connection, I guess. Do they play together in the um, same school? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have a they have they already have what they call a connection, and in, yeah, yeah. In, in the preseason, they had a really good connection. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, James Washington's going to be really good." I don't think he's worth starting against the 49ers this week, but if he does show that he's going to get a lot of targets from Mason Rudolph this week, he might be somebody against an easier opponent worth a start. Yeah. Juju is obviously a must start. I would keep an eye on Juju. He has been. Uh, Okay. With Ben Roethlisberger. With Ben Roethlisberger. What was interesting is that when Big Ben went down, Juju Smith-Schuster's target share jumped from 12 to 14% with Big Ben to 26.5% with Mason Rudolph. That's interesting. So Mason Rudolph, well, I think Big Ben was like, we have Moncrief, we have James Washington, there's no more AB, I got to spread the ball around. I think he was overthinking it. I think Rudolph, being a rookie, is going to say, who are the two guys I'm most comfortable throwing to in this offense? It's and I, Juju think it's, and I think it's going to be Juju. No, I think it'll be Juju and McDonald. Mc, oh, okay. McDonald right. had four or five I think targets. If, last if you're week going too. by that, and he's played, I didn't know he played with James Washington. James yeah. Washington will be at two, but Juju is going to be the main focus in this offense. It, that yeah. didn't change. Um, I want to see if Rudolph can actually play because. If Rudolph can't get them in the red zone, Juju's value will take a significant hit. But if this guy is throwing two touchdowns a game, yeah, it looks pretty good. Then yeah, I I'm I'm all right with not not starting Mason Rudolph, starting Juju. <laughs> yeah, uh, every, he start Juju this week. See what happens. He's gonna get his 10, 12 targets. He's you gonna start get his Jimmy share. Garoppolo this week against Steelers. Yes, they just got Minka Fitzpatrick from the Miami Dolphins. That's actually a very good um, pickup. So I would is he say playing this week though? Jim what? Who Fitzpatrick? I don't know yet. I would say yes. I, I think he, for Jimmy G. Okay. Um, for now, we'll see what happens. Um, Brita had twenty-seven percent of the snap share mm-hmm. to, or maybe it was thirty-one percent. I can't remember. But he had he had a twenty-five to thirty-two percent snap share, and Raheem Mostar had forty to fifty. So. Uh, if you have either one of these guys, are you considering starting them? I know the Matt Breida owners are probably like, we're going to start Breida. Uh, um, actually, like at a flex spot, I would consider both guys. Like if I had one yeah, of them on my yeah. team for this week in half PPR. Because PPR they're, they're going to split it. Standard, probably week, not. They were, but, they were so good last week yeah. together. Um, but it just, is Tevin Coleman coming back this week? Uh, no. No. He's not. No, he's not coming back till next week. Probably. Okay. 
That's that's so. Deep. If Tevin Coleman doesn't play this week, then yeah, I think both guys are good flex options. Yeah, uh, Debo Samuel had a good week last week. I would keep an eye on Debo. Um, Dante Pettis owners and truthers like myself are being crushed in the soul right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think they really want to move forward with Dante Pettis. Um, George Kittle must start. He's been average. Look for him to have a bounce back week at some point. <laughs> yes. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about on that game? Or are we going to move to the Saints I just want Seahawks? to watch Jimmy G. Oh, boy. Uh, Saints at Seahawks Sunday at 4 o'clock. Um, this is a, a relatively interesting game. Now, earlier today, the Saints came out, and they were, they were asking questions, and they said, how are you going to use Taysom Hill this week? Yeah. You know, are, are you going to bring him in to play a little bit of quarterback as the number two quarterback? And he said, who said he's going to be the number two quarterback? So there is a chance that Taysom Hill – uh, oh. starts this game as the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. I don't think it's going to happen, but no. uh, TJ, uh, TJ, wow, why <laughs> did that even come up? Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill are probably both going to be utilized at some point in this offense in this game. Yes. Um, neither one are worth any kind of consideration. No. <laughs> um, I do believe we talked about earlier this week, Alvin Kamara takes a hit. Uh, Latavius yep. Murray takes the biggest hit of all. I think he's going to absolutely be trash. Um, he's not worth oh, yeah, until Drew Brees gets back. Um, Michael Thomas. I don't think Michael Thomas is going to have a great week this week either. Yeah, he probably Tough won't, matchup. but he's still going to get his 13. Yeah, he'll still, he'll still get, yeah, he'll still get, <laughs> he'll like probably get points. like 80 yards and like right. seven catches. But, um, yeah, so I would start Michael Thomas. You kind of have to don't start Jared cook. Keep him out of, keep him out of your oh, yeah, lineups. Cooks, yeah. Do not start Jared. What cook. about the uh, Seahawks game? I mean, not the Seahawks game, the Seahawks. Um, Chris Carson must start, obviously. Yeah. Do you start Russell Wilson this week? No. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Yeah, I got to start him. I got to start Russell Wilson. Yes. He has, he's not playing bad this year. He's efficient. He's efficient. He's always efficient. He, I was just going to say. Tyler Lockett finally got some uh, targets this week, you're too. Like, he's not playing bad this year. This is what Russell Wilson does. I don't think he ever gets 30 fantasy points in a game. Yep. Ever. But he always gets like 15 to like 25. <laughs> he's always a startable quarterback. And yeah, I think this week. Right. He's very startable. Um, the Saints gave up like 30 to Deshaun Watson in week one. Yeah. Um, and then last week they gave up 20 to Jared Goff. So I could I could see Wilson getting another 20 to 25 point lead yeah. this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, Metcalf, keep an eye on him. Lockett's probably going to get good, I'd good work. I'd definitely start Tyler Lockett Don't start Will Disley, please. He had a 20 no, point week last week. Don't. Yeah, I'll get excited. Awesome. Don't start Will Disley. Yep. I, there are people who are going to pick him up and start him this week. And I, I can't. I can't with that. Um, Rams at Browns Sunday night football. Uh, the Browns are one and one. The Rams are two and zero. This is a tough game for the Brownies. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say golf on the road. Don't start them. Uh, Gurley and Malcolm Brown. Watch that split. Gurley has been getting sixty-five to seventy percent of the workload, but it's been kind of an awkward split. It's going to be a tough situation to go through. Keep an, continually keep an eye on how they utilize Gurley because if he. He went from 70% snap share to 67% snap share. So as he continues to drop every week, be concerned. But and it's people will probably look at this matchup and think it's going to be like a crazy high-flying, high-scoring game. I, right. I actually think this could be like a dog fight where it's kind of low-scoring, which isn't great for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Not low, low-scoring, but yeah. like, like low-20s type game. Yep. So I don't see, like, like I don't love golf this week. I don't like Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, man, through two weeks has been I'm so disappointing. I'm not starting Baker Mayfield. I'm, ba- I'm keeping him out of my lineups this week. Yeah, Baker, I'm, you're obviously not starting Mayfield. Yep. I don't feel great about 
Todd Gurley this week too, honestly. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you too. I was thinking about it earlier today. I don't feel great about Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, or Robert Woods. I don't. I don't feel great about any of those guys. I'm going to get the over-under for you. Other than Odell and Nick Chubb, do you feel good about any other Browns player like Landry or Right now, Njoku the over-under or? is 49 and a half. Right. I think, I think it might be under. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to be a bad game. I just... No, I think it'll be like a 20... Like 21-24 type game. The Ram of the Week wide receiver pick one. Let me... Hold on. Hey, Siri. Which Rams wide receiver will score 20 points this week? None of them, but if you have to start one, I'd say Robert Woods. Thanks, Siri. (laughs) I'd probably... Yeah. Um, Nick Chubb, start. Odell Beckham, start. Landry, maybe. No, probably not. David Njoku, don't start. Um, anything else that you want to say on the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you don't start anybody unless it's yeah. Chubb or Odell. Uh, and then the Monday Night Football, Bears at Washington Redskins. Um, Mitch Trubisky has been garbage this year. He shouldn't even be on your team. Um <laughs> Montgomery played a lot better last week. Had twenty something touches. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, most of them. I, I think you probably on a week to week basis will probably get fifteen to sixteen touches. Uh, but he's starting to get more of the workload. He's starting to get more of the the situation, like the touches, and it's. Uh, he's just not startable for me at this point. Not yeah. yet. I think in like three weeks, maybe if they start giving him the ball as a workhorse, similar to how Jordan Howard played in that system. Um, he was good last week, 13 fantasy points, scored a touchdown, but just keep an eye on how he's utilized in this game. I would not start him this week. Um, Cohen might be a start, but he's been spotty at best. Yeah. And, and don't start Robinson. I hate to say that, but yeah, against uh, the, Washington, maybe. No, the only guy I'm starting this week is Montgomery. That's it. He's the only guy you would start? Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't start Montgomery. You wouldn't? No, I said that. I wouldn't start Montgomery. Not yet. Okay. I think the 21 touches are a little bit outweighed because he only had like 47% of the snaps. All right. And like five of his touches came at the goal line when they were trying to force it in with him. <laughs> um, and then as far as Case, Goodham's, Case Keenum's been playing been a lot balling. better than what we've He's been balling. 601 yards, five touchdowns. He's playing against Bears, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, Bears, D, I don't start anyone. Don't start Adrian Peterson. I know you want to. I know you're feeling like it. Uh, Chris Thompson, don't start. McLaren is going to be all the people who picked up McLaren this week <laughs> are going to get a terrible game from Terry McLaren and, drop him again. and then they're going to drop him. And yeah. that is your perfect opportunity to go pick him up for absolutely nothing. Um, playing against the bears. Yeah. Playing against this, the bears. This, this is a awful Monday night football game. This is going to be like <laughs> 16 wow. to 13. Like it's going to be, why a did really they put so many game? like the Chicago bears on so many night games? <sighs> Because people, I don't know. Um, Quickly, let's move into our starts and sits of the week. We're just going to rapid fire our starts and give a quick little blurb as to why we're doing it. My start at quarterback for the week is Dak Prescott versus the Miami Dolphins. Um, Some people would still not, would consider not starting Dak Prescott for some reason. And uh, I would start Dak from here until the foreseeable future. Especially against Miami. Especially against Miami. Who's your quarterback? Uh, mine is actually somebody we talked about earlier, and it's Carson Wentz. I think I understand that the injuries yeah. are a thing, but at home I could see a big bounce back week. Yeah. If Alshon Jeffrey doesn't play, I think things might change, but I think he will play. Yeah, right. Um, and I, I feel like Carson Wentz is in due for a big week. My sit of the week at quarterback is Jared Goff against 
Cleveland. He's in Cleveland on the road. I'm going to tell you to sit Goff every time he's on the road. Every time. <laughs> yep. And if he has a big game, I will take that. I will take the lump on that. And so far, and say it's that been wrong. true too. He had a good but week, 20 points at home, and then on the Goff road he got like tw- 12 on the road. For me, it's um, Kyler Murray on the road. Um, I don't. I I want to root for Kyler Murray. I am rooting for Kyler Murray, and I think he's actually been doing okay to start the season. Um. But I just don't love his matchup. He actually, he's at home, but it's against Carolina, who has been very good against him. Breaking news. Uh-oh. David Njoku suffered a wrist injury Monday night that could require surgery, according to sources. Njoku is getting additional medical options to find out if surgery is necessary and how many weeks he'll be out. Oh. Interesting. So I'll, I will take my sit of the week at tight end off this <laughs> list. He probably will not play this week. You know, it's funny, you every saying. time you hit that breaking news, it scares you. Not only does it scare me, <laughs> but then after I get over the fact that it shocked me, yep. I think, is Melvin Gordon signing? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what were you saying? The life of a Melvin Gordon fantasy owner. I was just saying with um, Kyler Murray, he's up against Carolina this week. They held Jameis Winston to a poor week last week. And the week before, Jared Goff, I think, yeah. had like 10 to 12 points. Winston wasn't that bad last week, but he wasn't right. great either. Um, so he's he's up against another tough matchup. He had 16 last week in Baltimore. I could see mm-hmm. him kind of doing the same thing, which isn't worth right. the start. Um, running back, for me, start of the week at running back is Marlon Mack versus Atlanta. Um, Marlon Mack had a bad week last, last week. You're probably yeah. thinking, as a Marlon Mack owner, what do I do? Do I start him? Do I sit him? No, you start him against Atlanta. He's going to have a bounce back week. He'll be all right. Um, my sit of the week at running back is Mark Ingram at Kansas City. Kansas City's rush defense and pass defense has been a lot better this year. They've held running backs to very low totals in terms of fantasy points. So for Mark Ingram, he's a guy that you don't want in your lineup this week. I would sit him, um, and if he if he ends up having a big game, I will take the, the lump on that. <laughs> for me, for the running backs, I'm actually going to – you, you might be very surprised who I'm going to say start here, but it is start him or sit him. So it's kind of a coin flip. I'm actually saying start Sony Michelle this week. He hasn't had a great start to the season. Sony. Um, the reason why I say this is because I think the Patriots are going to demolish the Jets. It feels like I think Sony's probably going to get another 20. He had 21 carries last week against yeah. the Dolphins. I think that's going to happen again this week. He's going to get 20-plus carries to me. And if he does that, he's in line for like a 15-point 15 to 20 point week, which is yeah. very solid. And then my sit this week is actually Derrick Henry. Um, Thursday night football game against the Jaguars. That's a hot take. Another hot take. I know. He's been fantastic this year. You love the hot takes. And I, yes. I, I've i actually did a 180 before the season started and said I like Derrick Henry this year. I still uh, don't. I think, I think he's going to be kind of the workhorse. He averages but, such trash like yards per carry but he had five and a half last week against colts oh good five yards per good for him but in week one he only had four so <laughs> but in week only three, had four yeah i think he'll probably end at like 4.1 which is kind of it's okay that's yeah. like meh anyway but this week it's in jacksonville uh i know last time football. he was playing jacksonville he destroyed them but you could also use that as fuel for jacksonville's point of view is they're not going to let that happen again right. i think all the focus is going to be in derrick henry in this game to st- stopping him it's also a thursday night yeah. football game where they're super crappy mo- most of the time low scoring games <clears throat> uh it'll be in jacksonville too so i could see that being hard for him yeah 
for me, I know it's tough, but Derrick Henry is actually the sit this week. I think he's going to disappoint some teams. I am going to say my start of the week at wide receiver is Chris Godwin versus the New York Giants. Okay. I'm going to take Chris Godwin. I think it's it's a juicy matchup. The Giants are trash, and uh, I think that he should have a really good week. My sit is John Ross against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's defense has been really good, and John Ross is going to be a guy that you're going to think, oh, here we go, saddle up the ponies, start him, start him this week. I need, an, I need a good week from him. Don't trust John Ross to have a good week this week. If you have a Buffalo, I mean, if you have a Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, I would be starting Tyler Boyd. Um, if you have John Ross, I don't start John Ross this week. Yeah, I have an, uh, uh, it's semi hot take. My <laughs> my sit of the week. I'm gonna start with sit first is Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon Cooks to me, it's, <laughs> it's not a hot take. Yeah, I know. I, I, I after I you said that, I was like, oh, bust, well. you told everyone that he was gonna bust at the beginning of the year, and you're just gonna put him as your your bust every wide single receiver week. every single week. <laughs> hey, this is the first week I've done it. I think okay. Uh, Brandon Cooks for me this week against Cleveland. I said it earlier that I don't think it's gonna be a crazy high scoring game. Um, and I don't see Brandon Cooks being affected by that yeah. in a good way. Right. So I could see Brandon Cooks only getting like four catches this week for mm-hmm. like 50 or 60 yards and end up being a bust. And my start is Amari Cooper, similar to what you were saying about Dak. Like mm-hmm. they're playing Miami. They're going to just absolutely demolish them. I think Cooper's in line for at least one touchdown this week against the yeah. Dolphins. Um, my start of the week at tight end really quickly, Greg Olson against Arizona. Arizona has been porous against tight ends. They've given up in the first two weeks of the season a lot of fantasy points to tight ends, so I would uh, start Greg Olson if you have the opportunity. Now, the quarterback situation is a little bit concerning if Kyle Allen does start, um, but I think he's going to be more of a dump-off guy and so a safety blanket for, for a young quarterback. Okay. Um, and then the set of the week for me is TJ Hawkinson against Philly. He had a bad week last week. Don't ride the hawk anymore. <laughs> I told you all to ride the hawk on Twitter. Don't ride the hawk. Oh, I want to, though. For me, my start of the week at tight end is actually, I was going to say George Kittle, but that's a little too obvious. Of like, oh, start George Kittle. Like, yeah, no dip. Um, it's For me, it's another kind of obvious one, but a little less obvious is Evan Ingram because I think he's going to have a monster week this week. Evan Ingram is coming off a week where he did not great. He had seven fantasy points and half PPR. Uh, I wouldn't be worried about that. I know it's Daniel Jones' first start. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But Evan Ingram is the only passing option, and it's against a Tampa defense that has struggled against tight ends this season. I think Evan Ingram's in line for a big week. And my sit is actually your guy, Darren Waller. I just think he's got a tough matchup this week against Minnesota. I'm starting Waller no matter what. <laughs> you don't, also don't have any other In my options. league, yeah. No, I, I don't care to pick up another tight end. Um, that'll do it for our starts and sits for week three. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. And uh, we'll, we'll recap the entire week three on Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.